Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. Got to mention voiceover artist as well, Lerato Velase on the line. Hey, Cece. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm very well and you. You sound fantastic. I'm great. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I just finished my, my third assignment. So, yeah, I'm feeling good. <laughs> it's a good morning. <laughs> Listen, you are busy with a lot of things, right? Uh, yes, what's the yes. what's the one thing you look forward to when knocking off? Whether you've just finished your assignment or you've just walked out of a set, you've done your final scene. What's the first thing you look forward to when knocking off? Getting home and o- opening that good bottle of wine, sitting down and just taking a breather. <laughs> that's, that's what I always look forward to. You know, because I think as you get older... The, the, the social life becomes less yeah. and you appreciate being at home yeah. and in your own quiet space and, and just taking in your thoughts and, and calming yourself down and coming out of character. So coming home is, is the first thing I always think of when I when I leave work. And what's the one thing your supporters don't know about you that you think will shock them when finding out for the first time? <laughs> you know, yesterday I actually asked my love born. I said, what is the one thing that people don't know about me? And she said, that you're a delightful person. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think we know that already. We know that you're a very delightful person. <laughs> um, I mean, if I really have to think about it, um, I mean, a lot of people don't think that we, we clean, we cook, we do washing. Yeah. You know, so I'm a, I'm a very homely person. I, I washed, I clean, I cook. I do home stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't have a helper. I don't have a nanny. So I are you like kidding me? I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, I know a lot of moms do that. Yeah. But I guess that's the one thing I can think of. Because when people think of, of, of us in the creative space, they think we've got drivers and helpers and makeup artists and we've got assistants for everything. True. And, and I don't. I don't. But now I've been digging, right? And I found out something yesterday while preparing for this interview. This shocked no, this shocked me. The fact that you and Proverb are siblings, how true is that? (laughs) It's very true. No, that's a shock. Um, I know, right? No, it's it's true. Um, I think for the both of us, we've we've always wanted to create names for ourselves. Yeah, I, I, I've never wanted to be, you know, under my brother's life, and I know he's never wanted to be under mine. So we've kind of always found a way to separate our private life, oh you know, our home life, and our and our work life. And I think we've done very well for for many years. We've done very well, and then there's people like you who obviously dig and find out. <laughs> Because yeah, no, he is. He's, he's an amazing. He's an amazing brother. It was a yeah. bit of digging that I had to do because I, I didn't see him on your social media um, pages, nor did I yeah. see you on his social media page page as well. So you've done a really, yeah. really good job separating that yeah. and creating a no. name for yourselves. Yeah. No. 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 I think it's it's very important to keep certain aspects of your life yeah. to yourself. You know, we, we live in a world where we are too open for, for everybody. You know, we, we, we take in everything, we take out everything. And, 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 and I don't come from that. So mm. There's a life that I have as, as Lerato Velasa at home and there's a life that I have as Lerato Velasa, the creative. Yeah. So, so I guess for me, you know, it doesn't mean people who open their lives 
to everybody they're doing something wrong. It's just I, I prefer it that way, you know, to keep certain parts of my life to myself yeah. for the people that I love. And I love that about you. Now, your journey, especially in the creative space, started in yeah. the 90s, in theatre to be specific. How has your yeah. journey been so far in this industry? I'm sure there's been ups and there's been downs. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, coming into the creative space, um, as you know, you know, this is obviously for everyone who's in the creative space. Mm. It's a roller coaster. Mm. Um, and I think when I was when I was younger, it, it was it was it was a lot more heartwarming for me because people loved you for your work. Yeah, that's that's what that's what it was about. The work. And there was no social media, obviously, when I came in. So you knew that when somebody meets you at a restaurant or in the streets, it was really an appreciation for the talent and, 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 and the storytelling mm. that, that we're giving in those days. And as you get older, you know, the industry has, has shifted. You know, it's transitioned into something, whether it's good or bad, it's not for me to say, yeah. but it's transitioned into a space that I, I obviously struggle to relate with. Mm. And and I, I have to transition myself as well, you know, and, and grow into something a lot more than just being an actress because otherwise we, we sit there and we act as younger act- actresses and actors and we have to always hark back into, yeah, in the 90s we didn't do this, we yeah. didn't do things like that. You know, and then you become you become one of those actresses or actors who are just big. You sound bitter. You sound mm. like you are disappointed. Mm. You sound angry. So you know, I'm allowing myself to transition into into a different into something different. You've also transitioned into a musician. I don't know when this transition happened. Whether it was yeah. in uh, you know it was part of the plan back in the '90s when you started theatre, or it's something that you stumbled across while explore, exploring your creativity. Uh, can you tell us a bit about Leratum Velase, the musician? Uh, do you go by Leratum Velase, or do you have like a you know a stage name and uh, uh, can we expect an album? What's happening in that space? I think, you know, for me, when I think music and I think my acting, it, it's, it's all one thing. For yeah. Me. Um, being in a, having done musical theater for so many years, it's part I need to be able to sing, and, and it's what it's what I do. So I'm not sure if, if there will be an album anytime soon, um, because with me going back to school, I want to go somewhere else. There's, there's something else that I'm I'm, I'm gunning for. And yeah, you know, it will take it will take some convincing, like serious convincing for some point to do an album. <laughs> just 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 entertain me for a little bit, right? Um, you said it will take some convincing. And what if you get a call from like a certain artist and says that artist says, Listen, I need you in the studio and I need us to do a collaboration. Who would that artist be that would actually get you to leave your books so you can drive to whatever studio that is and record with yes. them? Who would that artist be for you? Um local H-E-S-S-S-S-S. and international. Local so... Local and yeah, international, local. by the way. Yeah, local. Um, she has obviously passed. May her soul rest in peace. So Mambo Simshongo would have been that person for me. Yes. You know, um, I would drop everything. You know, I would leave set. <laughs> I would leave my kids. You know? Um, yeah, but, you know, people like Simpi Wadana, you know, it's people I would I would, I would, would wake up and do something with them. Um, uh, yeah, those are the type of artists I like. Uh, Brenda Mdambo, she's one of those oh, that I really amazing. love. Oh, she's amazing. Um, yeah, people within the, especially the jazz and soulful sound, mm. you know, those are the people I feel, you know, I would, I relate to them a lot more. Um, if it's the younger guys, the Mapianos, would I do it? 
Yeah, maybe for the fun of it, yeah. Yeah. I would. I'm still a creative after all, right? <laughs> Lerato, you wear many hats. You know, we've just found out in literally like five minutes of chatting to you that you are an actress, which we know you're a musician, but also you're a traditional healer as well. How has the journey been for you? And also, you interact with a lot of people on a daily. Do you sometimes get people asking you for consultations uh, just as you're about to, you know, buy your loaf of bread? Yeah. Well, that's another part of my life that has been private and I prefer keeping it that way. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, you know, I, for me, it's, I feel like, you know, there's certain, like I said earlier, certain parts of me and that's my spiritual journey mm. that I feel is very precious and it's not for the world to, mm. to see, it's not for the world to engage on and it's not for me to, to engage on people to try and convince them or see things my way. And, and you know, keeping it private for me is, has been sacred, yeah. you know, and, and it's made it very special for myself yeah. and my children because it's it's one of those, it's like a relationship, mm. you know, not not everyone needs to be commenting, not, not everyone needs to see True. certain things, and, and that's a part of me that I really prefer to see private. Have people said, in your consultation, yes, it happens, mm. you know, um, and, and also I guess it's because, you know, we've become like social media sangomas uh-huh. and instant sangomas, yeah. where, you know, people feel like, you know, this is a journey of, of, of magic. You know, you see me, I see you, yeah. immediately something yeah. has happened. But yeah. it's a journey, you know. You have to be in a certain space for certain things to happen. Uh-huh. You have to be in a certain environment for certain things to happen. Mm-hmm. And and when the message comes, it will come when it comes. Mm. You know, it's, it's not magic, you know. But I guess, you know, us, as including myself, we've, we've really made made our our spiritual journeys or, or our spiritual beliefs something that that is, like a that like the creative art, something to be sure. looked at and admired and, mm. and, and spoken about and and I prefer to kind of, you know, back myself out of that and, okay. and keep it private. So where I'm at and in terms of how I am in the spirit, I'm in an amazing space. Oh, you know, wonderful. because I don't have other people having to comment on where I should oh. be or how I should be. Or, yeah. So it's it's a, it's been a private journey, and I'm I, I I really would prefer to keep it like that. Yeah, it's 2022, and we are celebrating 20 years of Leratum Velasa being in the creative industry. This is a huge, huge milestone. They there are so many actors, uh, you know, that come and go, and you've stayed for 28 years. First of all, how do you look like you are 28 years old and you've been in the <laughs> industry for 28 years? <laughs> Like you need to give us your skincare routine. Go to Pozamanzanja Ukabangani because you're looking so, so good. How does it feel though being in the industry for 28 years? Oh man, you know, it's, it, you know, it, it's a magnanimous gift. Yeah. Let me say, you know, to be able to wake up for 28 years and do what feels right in my spirit, mm. in my heart, in my mind and share it with the world the way that I have. And I've, I've, I'm, I'm happy, you know, yeah. I'm happy with, with the work that I've done. I'm happy that I've touched people the way that I have. And I'm really hoping that people will appreciate the transition that I'm making, you know, to kind of not necessarily move away from acting, but just kind of, you know, be, see less of me, mm. you know, in terms of the acting space. Uh, but it's been, it's been a roller coaster, you know. Um, this industry is not for the faint-hearted. Not at all, you mm. know, and, and I guess, you know, having the, 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 the talent that I've got and, and also having the support system that I've got, 
and also just being able to meet the right directors, right producers, right yeah. writers, being in the right productions has catapulted my career yeah. to where it is today, you know? Yeah. And now I feel like I've I've reached the ceiling, you know, and hence I'm going back to school. Oh, my goodness. You know, I don't want to lie, Lerato. I'm enjoying your character on The Wife, No Musa. I feel, <laughs> listen, I feel like we are peeling an onion. Like every time I'm watching an episode and your story yeah. unfolds, I feel like it's an onion that gets peeled. Uh how, how do you relate to the character of Unomosa, a mother who is innocent and finds herself in jail? And it's all because she is just trying to provide and give her son the best. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you know, I am a parent myself, so it, it, was, it was easy for me to put myself in yeah. her shoes. You know, parents make so many sacrifices on a day-to-day that a lot of our kids don't even know the stuff that we do to have them have yeah. the lives that they have, to yeah. go to the schools they go to, to wear the stuff they want, to yeah. have the gadgets they've got. Yeah. They have no clue what we go through. So, you know, to tap into those emotions was quite easy. And also, Nomusa is a single mom. I'm a single mom. Mm. You know, I know what it feels like to be financially frustrated. I know what it feels like to be mentally exhausted. Mm. I know what it feels like to feel like you need somebody else to give you a hug, you know, to, to support you. So I completely understand when she when she she makes the decision to to sacrifice herself. You know, parents have to be selfless. You know, I can't be driving a nice car when when my child goes to a school that's yeah. unhealthy. Yeah. You know, for her. So those are the sacrifices that that we have to make. Are they are they the best sacrifices? Absolutely. Mm. You know, but are they best for me as Lerato, the individual? Sometimes no, because I would like to drive that fancy car. Course, I would love to yes. live in that big house. I would love to do you know this and that. But, you know, I, I, I've enjoyed, you know, being, being Uno Musa because, you know, I feel like stories about parents aren't told enough, mm. you know, and, and the stuff that we do as parents for our children. I, I'm really hoping that, you know, her storyline would make a lot of young people look at their parents and, and appreciate mm. them, you know, appreciate the fact that, you know, and it's those, it's the things we take for granted, you know, that young people take for granted. And, and yeah, I'm, 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 I'm happy that, you know, you're enjoying it. I really and, am. And I, you know, I've, I've I've got a lot of other people who say they 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 loving her story. Yeah, and and also just to show how you know as parents we have to constantly you know be stoic. We must show what we're going through. We can't be weak. We can't be hey. emotional. We can't cry. We can't. You know, Nomusa is the same. Like all of us, we I relate to her. You you know, a lot of people relate definitely to her because you know we 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 have to be these super humans. Yeah. You know, as as parents and, and, and it's heartbreaking. You know, so when, when she has to go to those moments where she's feeling emotional, it's easy for me because you know, we go through that. You yeah. know, you don't have enough money, you don't have enough food, you don't have enough provision. But yeah. you have to find ways to do it. How which other way are you gonna do it? I'll go to jail mm. and have somebody take care of, of my my child sure. and give them a best chance at, at living.
that's the ultimate sacrifice, honestly. And it really is just so beautiful to watch and you do it so well. Let's talk Thank vulnerability. You. Now, I recently watched yeah. a podcast where you spoke fondly about being vulnerable as a person. Something most of us struggle with on a day-to-day basis because we feel when you're being vulnerable, it, show, it means that you're weak and the world has conditioned us to be strong all the time. And yet here you are, you say, I'm a vulnerable person. And I'm okay with that. Talk to me about, uh, you know, how you got to this point where you embraced your vulnerability. Um, I think it takes emotional maturity. Yeah. You know, and and in my in in my case, it, it's also got to do with life experience. Yeah. You know, where you know that you don't have to prove anything to anyone but hey. yourself. You know, um, we we go through stuff. It's life. It, it throws curveballs at you. And and no one can say to me, no, you know, it's just been easy. And, 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 and you know, every day I, I wake up like this. You know, no, you mm. don't. You don't wake up like that. <laughs> Somebody comes to your house or if you're good enough, you'll do your own makeup. That That's what you do. And I think we need to teach this generation, you know, the millennials need to understand that not everything is a, you know, microwave, you know, easy, easy access to everything, easy answers, easy you know, easy success. Yeah. And, and you know, especially as people who are in, in the space of pub, public, yeah. public space, we make it seem like it's easy, you know. And, and that's, that for me is it's easy, actually. Mm. You know, to be able to say, no, it is easy. You know, I got this degree. I woke up and here I am. You know, I'm now a minister or I'm now an actress. But if you say to people, I had to work hard. I had to sacrifice. I'm sacrificing my social life. Yeah. I have to sacrifice time with my kids. I have to sacrifice money for my hair. I have to sacrifice mm. money for, and and for me that shows strength because, you know, we we all trying to make, you know, we all trying to have a certain look, you know, in the public. You know, we we perpetuate this facade of of everything is great and amazing. Yay. But you know, we're doing a disservice to our own children. We're doing a disservice to ourselves because there's so much growth that happens when you allow yourself to be vulnerable. Mm. Because then you understand, you know, I'm, I am vulnerable in this part of my life. I can work at it and I can get better. And I'm, I'm vulnerable here and I can work at this and get better. And by the time you and I meet in the same room, we're actually not even in the same league. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't match me. You can't match me emotionally. You can't match mm. me mentally. You can't match me spiritually because I've done the work. You've done the work. I've done the work. Yeah, yeah. You know? you know what I love about you is your honesty and how you just lay it on the table as is without candy coating it, without putting sprinkles on it. And I'm referring especially to uh, the fact that you took 10 years to complete your communications degree because life happened, you know, and you're back at school right now and and you're at it, you know. What what advice do you have for someone who perhaps, you know, wants to go back to school, but they're thinking, yo, I'm 40, yo, I'm 45, yeah, or can't. yo, I can't, you know, or yeah. I, I just, I, I, you know, school is not my thing because I've been struggling with this module over and over again. And you it took 10 years to finish a communications yeah. degree. Can you just speak life to someone right now? Yeah. You know, the thing is, you know, like I said, people want, we are a generation that wants things to be easy. Yeah. We want to be the Kim Kardashians of the world. Hey. I must have the, the money and the cars and the beauty and the... 
and 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 we, like I said, people in the public eye are doing a disservice by perpetuating that. True. You know, we always showing these these amazing things that we're doing, but we never share the hardships that yeah. we go through because because we, we feel like if if we do, then I'm a failure. Then people won't think I'm as great as I say, or they won't think I'm as pretty as, as I say True. I am. You know, whatever. Yeah. But if I if young people see that I've I've gone through ten years, mm. I failed some modules. I had to break seed. Not only one child, but two kids. Mm. As I'm a single mom, I had to work. It happens. But the end goal is what? I must have that degree. We should focus on our end goal, which a lot of young people don't. We're focusing on the periphery. You know, who, who's saying what? Who's doing what? And also, we, we want to ingratiate ourselves with the who's who. Yeah. You know, I want to be with the cool kids, yeah. cool girls, cool guys. The And it's like... That, you know, I want to be the person that people want to hang out with. Mm. And how do I do that? I don't have, my mom doesn't have a business. I don't have, you know, what are those accounts called? You know, when you, I don't have that. So the only way for me to make it is for me to educate myself. Mm. That's the only way I, I can walk into a room and have a say. That's the only way I can walk into a room and say, this is how we're going to do it. But if I think my looks and my beauty is, is all that's going to work for me, only up to a certain point, up, yeah. and then what? Yeah. I'm now in my 40s. What, what do I have to offer? Yeah. You know, I have, to, I have to move for the young people to come into the business. What do I have to share with those young people? But here I am, a 40-year-old, you know, I'm in competition with a 25-year-old when because now? I've got nothing else. When There's now? nothing else for me besides being an actress. But if we allow... That, you know, for us to to gradually change and 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 evolve and grow, and 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 understand that the hardships are part of it. Failing doesn't mean that I won't be able to wake up tomorrow and and try again. You try and try until you get it right. You know, I, I said I was going to be a minister of arts and culture. I think I was like nineteen, <laughs> and I've got some of some of my peers who are like, "Yeah, what happened? What happened to that class? It's coming." You know? and, and I'm like, you know. They don't know that there's a, there's a, you know, we all have long-term objectives. Yes. That's what's spoken of in business. And I'm like, that is the long-term objective, you know. Or or if it's not minister, I want to be in a position where the decisions that are made about the industry I'm in, I'm part of that room. Come on, get, come on. Whatever that that chair is, that's the one I'm gunning for. And and it's going to happen, you know. And I'm not doing it only for myself, but the young people that are in the industry need that. They need somebody who understands what the industry is about to be in those rooms and have a say and make those changes and change the policy. My kids, if they happen to want to be actresses, I'm going to be mortified mm. because all I'll be thinking about oh. is, oh, my gosh, oh, gosh, hey. protect them, father, do this. But if, if my kids want to say, I want to be an actress, I can proudly say, go in there. Go in there and, and change the game yeah. because I know I'm in a position that I can I can make changes for them. And I would like to encourage, especially us in the creative space, let us allow ourselves to grow. Let us, let us allow ourselves to be in positions where we can make the changes we need because how many times are we going to have actors, singers die paupers, when? actors, singers depressed because there's no one who speaks for them. There's no one who's, who's protecting them. How many times? I don't want to be that actress anymore. Yeah. You know, where we sit in a corner and all we do is complain yeah, all day. Yeah. The government is doing this. Agents are doing yeah. this. Channels are doing this. But it's, a, it's an opportunity. I'm young enough to be to go back to school and say, True. I, can, I, can, I can learn a skill. I can learn something that, that will put me in a position on merit. 
and, and I can have a say. Sure. Listen, I can talk to you forever and ever. Amen. Like, all that's needed right now is a cup of tea and some carrot cake in Dombazane. Right? And we would go on and on. Listen, let's... <laughs> Let's wrap it up, uh, uh, Lerato. Any projects that you're currently working on that we should be on the lookout for? Well, I've got projects that are coming up. I shot something with Netflix, nice. a production that I'm absolutely proud of. It's oh. coming out around June. Yeah. I obviously can't share on it of yet. Of course. But let me tell you, it's one of those productions that woke me up. You know when yes, you're saying girl. what wakes you up? That production woke me up. Yes. Because I was in a, in a room with actors that are really about telling amazing stories, mm. directors that were about the, the art, and we had a good budget. You know, it, mm. was, it was a proper industry. Yeah. The, the production itself was an industry, you know. Um, so so it's a production I'm really proud of. Um, um, Senkatele is coming back, season mm-hmm. four, so people can look out nice. for that. And the biggest project, obviously, is getting this degree. Of and course. And hopefully <laughs> one day I'll be in that position. And the interview will be having a different conversation. Yes, yes. I was about to say, we will invite you again when you've yes. graduated and you've done it. Whether you do it in five years, whether you do it in 10 years, yes. the right. platform will be here for you to share your journey always. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Let's wrap it up with your favorite song, Grover Washington, with a song called Mr. Magic. Why? Why that song? This song, let me tell you, when I'm cooking, my kids are like, oh my gosh, she's going to play that song. (laughs) It just gets me in a nice vibe. Like, you know, it makes me imagine my man and we're cooking in the kitchen. We're drinking wine. So I drink Mm. wine and I cook and I see this amazing man in the kitchen with me. So it gets me in a very good vibe. Sandra Sam, thank you so much. We're about to get into that vibe as well. And it's all thanks to your song request. Have yourself a great day. I'll definitely continue watching you and just uh, being in awe at Laratum Velase, the person that you are. It's just amazing. Thank you, Sissy, for being so honest. Radio 2000 Podcast.